shit, period. All right? If you got a group of people that you call your friends and shit and they not supportive, fuck them hoes. What's up, you guys? It's your girl, Anaya, and welcome back to my podcast. I just wanted to say thank you guys, as always, for the love and support that you guys show my podcast, um, for sharing and telling your family and friends and social media about my podcast. And just, you know, I I read the messages about you guys telling me that, you know, um, my podcast got you through the day or, you know, you're excited that I made this podcast. So I just appreciate the positive feedback that I get and the good energy that I get from you guys. It's felt, it's loved, it's wanted, honey. Okay, it's here. <laughs> so let's just jump right in. Um, I know my voice sounds a little crazy. I went to the JLo concert this week and let me just say this, honey. I don't care what nobody say about J-Lo. J-Lo is, 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 is goals, bitch. Okay? Goals. Like, I need a shirt that say J-Lo is goals because she is. Like, first of all, um, my sister's Puerto Rican from New York. Whoop, whoop. Okay? Um, side notes. She's about to be 50 years old. Bro, if if J-Lo didn't set the bar, I don't know who the fuck did. <laughs> 50, bitch? You're 50 years old and your body is snatched. That ass is still fat. Like, bitch, you have energy. You're touring. You look fucking amazing. What the fuck? What are you eating? Who are you working out with? Bitch, what water are you drinking? Because I need parts. Like, what? <laughs> J-Lo looks the fuck good. My bitch been killing the fashion game for over 20 plus years, honey. Like, I could go on. I could just brag about J-Lo. Like, J-Lo is mother. That's just me. Like, if I like you, I'm going to brag about you. Like, I'm going to tell everybody in their grandmother, like, you that motherfucker. Okay? Like, you know. Anyways, (laughs) I'm just going off track. So, I went to the J-Lo concert. Um, my friend invited me last minute the day of. I was like, hell nah, bitch. Whatever the thought I thought I was going to do, I ain't doing no more. We about to go see J-Lo. So, um, yeah, you know what's so weird? Like, people talk so much shit about celebrities and people place their insecurities and, and just dumb shit upon other people. And I don't know why people was like, oh, J-Lo can't sing. She's not a great performer. Blah, 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 blah. And this is just another self-note. Make your own fucking mind up and your own choices and your own opinions on things and not listen to the mass majority, okay? Because, and it's sad because I wasn't wasn't gonna say I wasn't expecting anything but greatness, but it was just like, oh, okay, like we're saying J-Lo. I love J-Lo, but you know, I don't know how she performs. Bitch, when I tell you my sis performed for fucking two hours, and the only breaks that she took was wardrobe breaks. Didn't have anybody open for her. Like, bitch, killed it. I'm yawning in the in the audience because I'm fucking tired. I'm sleepy. I can't even keep up. The outfits were amazing. The transition was amazing. Her looks was amazing. Her voice, her movement, her dancing. She didn't sound out of breath. Like, bitch. Hashtag, I need to do better. <laughs> so I saw Jayla this weekend and just was inspired just was inspired by her. Like, if you follow somebody on social media or a celebrity that you like, they should be inspiring you. Fuck how they look. Fuck all that other shit. 
do they inspire you? J-Lo definitely inspires me on so many levels. So I was super excited that I got to see her. And the fact that she's turning 50, like, that's fucking dope. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, so just you, you're supposed to be inspired by the women or the people that you follow, listen to. You should be inspired, period. That's the whole point of us being around and humans and just, you know, dealing with this experience is to just learn from one another and be inspired to do better and do great. So, yeah, JLo, you set the fucking bar, bitch. But thank you. OK, <laughs> so. Um, also, it is cancer season where niggas get a check for no reason. Okay, it's cancer season. And I'm so excited. And I just want to have a special a special message for my cancer women. I love you. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are radiant. You are magical. You are special. You are creative. You are intuitive. You are fucking dope, bitch. Okay? If it's your birthday this month, whoop, whoop, turn the fuck up. Okay? Be blessed and thankful and count your blessings and, you know, cherish and, and, and just celebrate your life. Like, bitch, you're awesome. I feel like cancel women are just beautiful, so misunderstood, but just just very catering and loving. And when a cancer woman is loved correctly, oh my God, do you know she's gonna pour everything and then some into your ass? <laughs> okay. Um, no, nah, cancers are just really dope. I'm learning as a woman who is a cancer to just balance my emotions with things. You know, I'm a very passionate person. And it's almost to the point where I'm, like, too seriously passionate about something. I'm like, damn, girl, take a jail bill. But that's the beauty of me as a woman. That makes me, that's my character. That's my personality. So I can't apologize for it. And I will say to my fellow cancers, don't apologize for your traits or your personality. Fuck whoever doesn't understand it and love whoever does. You know what I'm saying? I always felt like I was misunderstood. Oh, cancers are so emotional. You cry, baby. Like, you probably haven't even seen a cancer person cry. Like, you know, ain't nobody fucking seen me cry like that. Shit, you cry when nobody be looking. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I just love us cancer women. If you guys don't hear it enough, you're fucking amazing, beautiful, loving. Oh, my God. Like, I could just brag about a cancer woman. I really can. Not just because I'm a cancer. Like, I would, I think that if I wasn't a cancer, I think I would be very happy to have one in my life because the way we love and understand and the way we care about certain things in life and we go hard for what we love. We're very loyal, very honest people. Like, I would want someone like that in my life if I wasn't. So anyways, yeah, like I said, happy birthday to all my cancers everywhere. Woo, woo. But we're going to jump right into this topic, okay? I know you guys are like, what are we talking about today? So I was having a conversation with my cousin, and, and, and this conversation sparked up a thought for me to question myself and other women who may be listening right now. Um, so I'm talking to my cousin. We're catching up. And she's telling me, like, 
she met this new guy. Now, my cousin's past situation was really trash. She was dealing with a nigga who just was just like not worthy of her. You know what I'm saying? And anyway, so she meets this new guy. She doesn't like the way they meet. Who cares? Okay. Um, anyways, so I'm gonna get into that in a second. But so she's dating this new guy and he treats her like the queen that she is. And, you know, massages, breakfast in bed, just catering to her, uh, even not even just her physical body, but her also her mental. You know what I'm saying? Like when someone caters to your spiritual side, your mental side, your physical side, that is a special person because they're showing you that they care about you on all levels of you as a person not just the physical not just kissing and fucking you i'm not talking about that i'm talking about someone also worrying about your mental and, and your well-being as a person you know also spiritually connected to you on a different level to make sure like you on top of your shit like that's different okay that that's that's something that we i feel me personally i strive for like yeah i need that connection <laughs> but um so she's telling me, like, she wanted to break it off with the new guy because she loves the, you know, she loves the, the guy she used to date, the one who doesn't treat her like, you know, like much. <laughs> and I'm just like, mm, leave that nigga alone. Like, why do we want as good women and as good girls, whatever you want to, you know, attach yourself to, um, why is it that? We are so conditioned and used to dealing with someone that we know is no good for us. It may be toxic. It may be beneath you. It may be just just not like just not for you. Like, I don't know how to explain that in any other way. Like, you know, you fucking with this one dude is just not for you. But why do we as women continue to stay in these type of situations and relationships with guys that we know are not for us? Like you feel it in your heart and your soul, but you're telling yourself, oh, well, I love him. We've been together for so long. He's all I know. Bitch, stop doing that. Like, I've done it. My cousin is telling me she's about to do it. And I'm just like, why do we do that? Why do women who know they deserve the world and the stars and the moon and the ocean and the fucking wind and the breeze and the, and the light? I deserve all of this. But yet I'm settling because I'm comfortable and I'm dealing with a person that's familiar. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? That makes no fucking sense. All you do is rob you from your happiness that you are supposed to have or deserve. So she's telling me this shit and I'm listening. I'm just thinking, what a fucking idiot, this girl, man. What an idiot. Like you're telling me that you want to break it off with the nigga that been treating you well for the last six months for some old nigga that you, you, you just know and have history with and that you quote unquote love him. Why do we rob ourselves from happiness when it's not fucking necessary? Why wouldn't you want to open a new chapter with someone who treats you well? Are we afraid of real love? Are we afraid of true happiness? Like you can't say you want a good man and then when you get one, you don't know what to do with it.
You can't pray for happiness and when it comes, you're running away from it. That doesn't make any sense. And not only am I talking to you guys, I'm talking to myself because I've done that. I'm probably still doing it now, but you know what I'm saying? You meet someone and it's like you're you're almost afraid of happiness. You're almost scared. We have these expectations of, oh, this could go wrong or he going to do this. Why do we do that? Why do we do that? That's so annoying because you're already putting negativity out there. And it's sad that we're, I wouldn't even say all of us because it's not even all women. It's just some women. <laughs> like you're so used to getting the short end of the stick that the moment someone wants to love you unconditionally and just pure and honest, you can't even accept it. That's some bullshit. That's, that's something that is an issue. Like that, that's something wrong right there. You may not want to admit it. I'm going to admit it. There's something wrong with that. Because I've done that. Where I'm like, eh, I don't deserve this. Why do you feel as a queen, as a beautiful woman, as a woman who gives love and should receive it? Why don't you feel you're not worthy enough to receive that? Why do you feel like you don't deserve that? That is the main question. Like, my cousin's talking and she's telling me her situation. And she just sounds like she feels like she doesn't deserve that happiness. And I'm like, but why? You've been dealing with somebody who, who would never been their back for you now you have someone who will and do more for you you're questioning how you like what that's so crazy and i'm here to say stop doing that shit like for real for real stop doing that shit you are robbing yourself from true love or happiness or just to experience something and learn from it like I don't know why, but having feelings is such a like, oh, who want to have feelings? I feel you, sis. But that's the whole point of like us living. You know what I'm saying? It's experienced people. And it's just like, but why would you want to rob experiencing something that could be magical and beautiful or dope? Or just, just, you know, it could create anything out of that situation. Why would you want to rob yourself from it? Just to be stuck and comfortable with something that you know is beneath you and is, is very low, <laughs> okay? Wouldn't you want to vibrate higher and have something magical and level up in love and life and just all around you as a person? Why wouldn't you want that? You don't want to walk around town having this natural glow because you're loving yourself and you're loving your man and your man is loving you, right? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you want that? <laughs> don't we all want that? Why do you? So it's just my question to women listening, especially my good women. Why do we run? Why do we do it? Why do we try to avoid stuff that we feel we deserve and then question whether or not do we deserve it? the fuck yes i'm here to tell you yes you do deserve it you deserve a nigga fucking rubbing your feet the fuck you deserve a nigga telling you you're beautiful every time you wake up and, and fucking go to sleep yes yes you need a nigga you deserve a nigga that tells you and, and pours into you not only you know your physical being but your mental being your spirituality you you deserve that real connection you deserve that real love you deserve that friendship that happiness that joy you deserve all that shit why are you playing yourself why are you playing yourself why isn't that what you ask for isn't that what you desire isn't that what you want in order to get that you have to know that you deserve that and that really does come from self-love 
that comes from not accepting people's leftover half-assed love or that I just got out of work. So there you go. There's your love. Nah, I don't want that. And you know you don't want it. So why the fuck you settling for it? Stop that shit. I'm here to tell you stop that shit. Okay? So I'm going to let this Sierra interview play. She talks about, you know, her wanting a good man in her life. And, you know, because people are like, what's the prayer that Sierra said? It's just more so knowing yourself and, and knowing what you deserve. And that's, to me, that is the honest, best way to find your love, I feel. Shit, I'm on a journey, too. I'm like, all right, what I got to do to get right. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you think about it, would you wait? How long would you wait to have a real connection with somebody? You know what I'm saying? I get it in our 20s. We bullshit, date. We have fun. We experiment. But, like, honestly, if you knew that you're going to meet someone or, you know, you may have crossed paths with somebody in life, but at the right time and at the right place, you're supposed to be with this person. And it's going to be everything you imagined it to be like. How long would you honestly wait for that type of connection? And I had to ask myself that because someone asked me that question. And I said, well, fuck, I'll wait forever. (laughs) I will wait forever then. If it's real and it's supposed to be mine and it's for me and God said, oh, this is for Anaya. Oh, I'm waiting forever. Yup. Praying on it, right? Like well, you- I never said that, but <laughs> but I did do that. I did pray. But the fans are so sweet. I think they've just been going on this ride with me, and you got to think there has to be some kind of prayer, you know, that brings you to the, you know, to the journey through the journey. What is the prayer? Is there <laughs> what is the prayer? Is there a specific prayer, or do well, you? you know, everybody I prays prayed, different. Everybody prays different. I prayed many times. Um, you know, I mean, I say everything that I prayed, but I can tell you, I was very specific at this point in my life. And first things first, first thing first is when I started to like get myself centered, I started to understand the power of loving myself firstly. And I had to like, you know, commit to that idea. Let me love myself. Let me get myself in the right place, you know, so that you know, I can one love myself. If I love myself, right, then I believe I can get the love that I deserve. I'll have love. I'll be. I'll be loved the way that I deserve, and then I can also be clear enough to love the way I'm supposed to love as well. Um, you know, as far as praying, I did have many times where I prayed. You know, when you're in that space with just you and your baby, my baby boy, my little juicy man. <laughs> so cute. Forever juicy man. Gosh, when he gets older, you're like, Mom, all right, lose that name. Uh, <laughs> or maybe not. It might work Oh, for my him. gosh. Yeah, no, but when it's just me and him, you know, I'm very specific because it's not only about me, but it's also about him now. So I can't play around. There's no more experimenting. Like, I thought I was going to be single for, like, four years. I had that in my mind. I was like, and I don't know why that number was four years, but I was, like, I was really ready to, like, take my time and be patient and let love really fall in place the right way because I desire something new. You know, I desire something different. I desire to, to be loved to the highest capacity, mm. um, you know, and to be loved the way that I felt I deserved. Um, so when I prayed, I'll tell you a few things that I did pray. Um, you know, I prayed for a God-fearing man. I prayed. Oh, God. I prayed for discernment. Mm. I prayed for 
wisdom, to really learn from the wisdom that I'm gaining through the experience that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. Um, I pray for a man that loved kids because obviously me having my son that was, if you're going to love me, you got to love him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I prayed for a man that was worldly as well because I love to explore. So someone that's going to edify my world is important to me. I was ready to level up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, but I can go on and on. I prayed many different things. wow, but you got all the things you were praying on. Uh (laughs) God is good. You know, God is good. But I look at life. God is good, but sometimes you pray for something and God be like, that's not really what you need. I'm going to give you what you really need. (laughs) Oh, 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 but you You know know what? what? I did pray for what I needed to. Oh, that's good. That's important, right? Like, we can want love, but what does that mean? I think we have to be really specific about what we're attracting to our lives because love can look different in different scenarios yeah. and in different people. So we got to be, we got to be really, that's why I think you have to be in specific. You, you, you need specific. time by yourself to you get do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had the best. All right, ladies, so we're going to jump into Girl Talk. Girl Talk is basically when you guys send me emails and you subject the Girl Talk, include your age and keep it anonymous. And I try to give you guys um, my very honest, open-minded opinion on your situation or something you would like for me to discuss. So anyways, I got this email and this one says, I'm 27 years old and I've been with my boyfriend for a year and some change now. I have no complaints about him. He is sweet, loving, supportive, and all about me. My family loves him and vice versa. We are even talking about marriage. However, when we first started dating, our sex life was awesome. Now it feels like he won't touch me. We are still sensual, but he doesn't want to have sex. I approached him twice and he tells me he's not in the mood. It's not me. I have ruled out cheating, but I figured maybe he lost his mojo because he gained some weight. So I dragged him to the gym with me. However, still no D. Um, But I don't know what to do. I've done everything possible, but I don't want to feel like I'm pushing or doing too much. He's awesome, but I want some. LOL. By the way, I love your podcast. You have inspired me in so many ways. Oh, thank you. Girl! That's the worst. Like, uh-uh, you gonna have to drop some, you gonna have to drop some digger off, nigga. <laughs> um, ooh, that's a hard one. I mean, okay, I'm gonna give you two options, okay? I'm gonna give you Savage and I. Savage and I will get my man lit and just suck his dick, and then hopefully he won't fuck after that. You know what I'm saying? Um... I don't know. It could be more. <laughs> Bitch said get him lit and suck his dick. Um, I, you know, uh, and he's, uh, that's a tough one because I don't want to tell you something that's not realistic. Like, um, I would just say, I would actually ask him, like, what, see what's going on with him. Like, you know, talk to him. Like, have an open conversation. You know, this is your boyfriend. Y'all been together for a year and some change. Y'all basically are seriously dating each other. I would have a conversation with him. Like, you know, what's up? I want some dick. And you ain't been wanting to fuck lately. Like, what's up with it? Like, you have to let your partner know how you feel. And also, have your partner tell them how they feel. Now, men are very different. Men don't like to crack the code and let you in and talk to you and shit. Who knows? Maybe he feels insecure about his weight so he doesn't feel sexy and confident there's different ways to build that up um but also too you know i think having a conversation is definitely important 
and just letting him know, like, you know, I'm a woman. I have sexual needs and I want sex. And what's up? <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with asking. Like, look, I don't know what you got going on personally, but let it out on me. Let it out on me. Okay. Now, I don't know how you may talk to your man, but that's how I was saying to mine. Like, look, I don't know what's going on at work. Okay. I don't know what's going on with you inside, but... Baby, I'm over here, so let the str- let it out on me, okay? I need to get banged, okay? <laughs> okay? Shit. Because we too young not to be, you know, bang, 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 bang. Like, you, you, I'm crazy, so I need, to, I need to get, you know, every once in a while. Just so I can just act right. Anyways, let's move on to the next thing. <laughs> Let's move on to the next email. All right. So this one says, hey, girl. So one night, my best friend and I hung out. Later that night, we were supposed to go to a house party. When we get to the party, I noticed my ex and his new girlfriend were there, which made me uncomfortable. I even expressed that to her that we should just do something else. But she insisted that she wanted to stay at the party, even though I was driving her around the whole night. Ever since that night, I cut her off. But she has been reaching out to me. She flaked on me big time and I don't need any more drama in my life. What do you think I should do? And she's 19. Okay, well, I've been in a situation like that when I was in high school. Um, I feel like as friends, if I tell you I'm uncomfortable, if I tell you I get a weird vibe, if I tell you I want to leave, if I tell you I feel like I'm about to fight, bitch, as my friend, you supposed to be with the shits, bitch. Like, you have friends that have their own fucking agenda at the end of the day, and those are selfish people. Like, if me and my friends go out and my homegirls is telling me, like, nah, this ain't the vibe, we out? Cool, we out. I'm not questioning you. I'm not, are you sure? No, let's have fun. That's peer pressure. Fucking noise. (laughs) That's peer pressure. Like, don't pressure me into doing something that I know I don't feel comfortable. Like, if you're not comfortable somewhere, you have the choice to leave. Now, if you drove there and your friend decides she wanted to ride with you, bitch, what I say, go, because I'm fucking driving. Or you could take your ass a Uber or a Lyft or have one of these niggas take you home. That's just me, personally. Like, I can't hang around no bitches that's just not, you know... Like, if you feel uncomfortable, all right, let's be out. Or, I, you know, whatever the case may be. But I feel like you should definitely have an open conversation with her and tell her how you feel and be like, yo, as my homegirl, da 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 You know, break it down to her. I think communication is very should be very open and big when it comes to friendships and relationships and stuff like that. I haven't always been great at it, but it's better to let it out than hold it in. And then you express how you feel to that person and then y'all could get past it and it's on to the next. You know what I'm saying? So she may be confused. She may not even like realize or understood in that moment what that probably meant to you or whatever the case may be. But I think just cut her off without saying anything. That's not cool. You know, I've done that before. And it's just like it leaves it leaves people wondering and it leaves people thinking other things that's not realistically there. So I definitely think you should definitely um, contact her and tell her how you feel. If you want to be friends with her moving forward, that's your business. If not, then that's your business. You know what I'm saying? So we just going to keep it pushing, okay? So let's go to the next e. 
So this one says, Anaya, first, hey girl, hey. Um, I'm 31 years old, single mom from Jersey, and I really just wanted to tell you how inspirational you are to me. I have a four-year-old daughter. She will be five, July 2nd. Team Cancer, woo, woo, okay. <laughs> you are everything I hope for her to be. Cancer's why you guys are very complex. You are also so very unique. Literally, literally birth from outer space. My daughter says she comes from the moon. LOL. You know what? I could believe it. <laughs> my point is here. Yes, I want my kid to be her and no one else, as well as me be the best example possible for her. My daughter inspires me to be better, have courage, and honestly just be the superwoman she needs. I have seen so much of the example I need in you to aid in that. The way you carry yourself, the self-love and care you possess, a woman who is true to herself, know what she wants in life. You don't care what anyone thinks or has to say about it. You don't let fear lead anything, yet you continue to wear your heart on your sleeve and embrace those known cancer traits of being emotional. You flip any of those traits that are frowned upon into the best traits to have in this world. You strive to help others in many ways, just you being yourself in this world. Of so many clones is inspirational. I have had my share of bullshit. A lot of the traits I mentioned, I carry the opposite. I don't want to leave that stain on such a bright little star. Unlearning habits to relearn the unknown can be hard, but I honestly have found some guidance in you. I hope I'm not rambling at this point. I'm sorry. I just needed to tell you that you have helped me as a mom, believe it or not, and you, ma'am, are mentally a part of a village that is taking to raise my daughter. And I thank you so much. Thank you for inspiring me as a world. Oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my God. It's my first time reading this. Um, whew, that was a lot, y'all. She, she put the pressure on me. Whew. Hold on. Let me get myself together because I was just tearing up just now. Um, hold on, wait. Thank you for inspiring me as a woman, as a mother to such an amazing kid. Cancer females are the shit, I have to say. Keep doing you unapologetically and raise to the top. Tippity top. So much love. Wow, thank you. This is what this this really made my day. <laughs> that means a lot to me. Wow. You guys, I'm tearing up. Um wow, that really touched me on the inside. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. And you know, I'm not a parent. I can't well, I'm not going to say I can't wait. Baby, I could wait. <laughs> I could wait to be a mom, but being a mom seems so awesome because you are your child's first teacher to this world. And, you know, just keep continuing to feed your daughter love, light, and just good energy and just teach her what you wish that you would have learned. You know what I'm saying? Treat your child as if it's like, you know, your inner child. How would you want someone to have treated or talked to you in a way? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's beautiful that, you know, I can inspire you, um, as a mom, because I, I don't I don't know anything about being a mom, but that means the world to me. And um, happy birthday to your daughter. She's probably the most fun, creative little kid. Um, anybody probably will know. Cancers are we are dope. And um, yeah, that that means a lot. I thought this was a girl talk. You thought she was slick. 
Okay, no. <laughs> but thank you, thank you. That means everything to me. Child, no, why y'all trying to get me emotional and shit, knowing I'm a cancer in this cancer season? Jesus. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, girl, I was about to cry on this podcast. I was like, uh-uh, nah, not today, not today, not today. But anyways, I just wanted to tell you guys, thank you guys so much for just rocking with me, listening to my podcast, supporting me and my brand and my business and my movement and what I stand for as a woman. It really does mean the world to me. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited for this summer. I'm excited for all of my cancers who birthdays are coming up. Turn it out, honey, okay? <laughs> I love you guys, and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, until next time, mwah, love you.